0: first ever episode of live wire fantasy football i'm here with my co-host colin macklem What's going on, baby? And my beautiful, beautiful producer, Roger Kirton. What's happening? And we're going to be live for you guys on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and really live on Sundays, uh, going on Twitter. Rod, you going to explain to the people what's going
1: to be going on on Sundays for us? First off, I would not want to be doing this podcast or producing it for any other two guys and these two guys. Uh, terrible. But this is, ter- is going to be a terrible podcast right here, but if you guys can see what they're wearing, they're both wearing Michigan State stuff. Not planned. <laughs> Not hey, planned. go green, baby. Yeah, go, green. go I wa- green. I wonder if they went there. But Sunday, yes, we will be live here. Every Sunday. Every Sunday, uh, answering the viewer questions, taking some phone in, phone calls. So go. We'll have the link up. We'll have it up on our actual website or our Twitter, and then you can call in and do whatever you want from there. But excited. I love this podcast, and I'm, I'm amped for it. Me too. And so basically what we're going to have is on
0: Sundays, we're going to have a number for you guys to call in on. You guys can ask us anything you want. Stardom, em, um, you know, predictions, what we think. If you guys disagree with something we're talking about, you want to just chime in about it, go ahead and give us a call. Or Rod, correct me if I'm wrong, but they're going to be
1: able to uh, comment via Twitter as well on the correct. Correct. It is. It is interaction. 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 We want questions, and you're gonna have answers. So it's everything you can think of in a bundle of live action on Sunday mornings because we want to help everybody win their fantasy matchups. Right? Yeah. That's what we want to do. Except you guys. Except, except the- I'm gonna actually lie my ass off during this
0: entire show, <laughs> so all you guys who I'm in a league with can just suck because I know you guys all trust me in
2: my opinions. You guys are just gonna do whatever I say. Oh, no, right? no way. <laughs> you, are you kidding me? If you guys want the real fantasy advice, you listen to me he's going to struggle just like he does every year. <coughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. All
0: right. So for those of you who don't know, um, my co-host Colin and I, we're really, really close buddies. We were roommates in college. Um, we spent a lot of time together watching football and watching sports, anything really. And there's nobody, nobody in this entire world who I argue with more than him. And you guys are probably going to get a good look on how that turns out here on the show a lot. And Rod's going to be chiming in whenever he sees fit, and um, I hope you guys enjoyed as much as uh, we enjoy making it. So football's here, baby. Let's get into it. So I want to take a look back at last season's fantasy season and just really go over everything, um, what we enjoyed, what we didn't like, uh, what we're looking forward to this year, th- things we saw from certain players. So uh, let's get after it. First and foremost, uh, everyone knows last year I was really, really high on Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Um, I wrote a blog about it. I drafted him in the first round in almost every single one of the leagues I was in. Uh, I even reached for him on multiple occasions. You and I even traded each other. We swapped picks in our big league. He wanted someone at I had sixth pick. Uh, He had eighth. I swapped with him for first and second rounders because I knew I was going to take Clyde at six regardless. So I got him at eight, which was awesome. And uh, you know what? Clyde just really didn't, Live up to his ADP that I, that I picked him. Yeah, his ADP, his,
2: his wristic ADP. Well, you don't want to know who I picked with my eighth pick. Who did It do? sure as hell worked out for me. Michael Thomas, Mr. Slant Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Slant Boy, <laughs> Slant Boy. Yeah, I don't think he'll ever be on one of my rosters Captain again. Hook route? Yeah, you know, he runs two routes, but who cares? People think he's top five still. Not this year, not next year, not ever again. You're not taking him anymore? Oh, I got him in two leagues. I mean,
0: <laughs> okay. You just said he's never gonna be your roster again, but here we are. Kyle's got him in every single league, sixth round max. Took him he's like, Michael Thomas, wait till week seven. He's back in my team. You guys are all fucked.
2: I'm not gonna doubt I mean Michael Thomas, you know, he is in terms of targets, he gets the opportunity. He'll get he'll get you like ten targets a game, probably eight catches, seven catches somewhere around there. And now that James is starting, I mean it is a game changer. But, you know, with Sean Payton, he's got a short lease on his quarterback. So who knows? Taysom Hill could be starting week two for all we know. No, that's
0: that's a good point. And let's stick with the Saints for a second. So we were talking about last year and someone who everyone can agree this. If you had him on your team last year, he probably won you your league. And especially if you made it to the championship. Boy, did he have a hell of a Christmas. Alvin Kamara. And here's my thing about Kamara. I don't see him. So he's going third or fourth overall, depending on your league, right? Usually right now it's Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook. And from there, um, the third guy, it's whoever he likes between King Henry and Alvin Kamara. And my thing is about Kamara. Drew Brees is so important to the way he plays, to his game. All of his stats accumulate. Uh, if you're in a PPR league, that's where Kamara booms. And he catches a shit ton of balls. And here's the reason. Drew Brees is going through his progression, right? Not open, not open, not open. Okay, what am I going to do with it? I'm going to give it to the most athletic person on the field. Check it down to Kamara, let him do his thing. Now, whether he gets zero yards or 50 yards, it doesn't matter because it catches a catch and it catches a point. Here's my thing. If Taysom Hill was declared the starter, Taysom Hill goes through his progressions and he says, not open, not open, not open. I'm going to give the ball to the most athletic person on the field. In his eyes, that's him. So he's just going to tuck that and run. And yeah. so the, the the thing that I hated about uh, Drew Brees retiring for Kamara's sake is that I don't see a scenario where everyone still thinks he's going to be that guy who's grabbing as many balls as he does. And obviously he's still going to get the ball. There's going to be designed plays for him. But the experience and the brains that Drew Brees had is something that you will see reflect in Alvin Kamara's game going forward. I think through the rest of his career, as long as he is with an, a non- Hall of Fame quarterback like Breeze. You know, what do you, you get what I'm saying?
2: No, I mean, I get what you're saying, but I feel like good quarterbacks truly understand. They got to get the ball to their playmakers, and I don't think Alvin Kamara's going to catch 80 balls a season like he has the past three years, but Sean Payton's a smart guy. We can all agree on that. I, y- y- without y- Pause, Con- pause, pause. There's a fucking humming yeah, what sound. What is that? that is driving me insane. Sorry about that, folks. We had a little humming situation in the headphones.
0: It's all us good a little now.
2: Bit, getting our fantasy outlooks so all... It's all good now. Sorry so if we lost one. Cool. All, <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Um, you were talking about Sean Payton being a smart guy, and I was about to interrupt you and tell you um, usually, yeah, but his weird affection for Taysom Hill bothers the fuck out of me. I don't know what it is, but this guy, like, I think he has something on him, Taysom Hill. He's got some dirt on him.
2: I mean, I, nobody likes Taysom Hill. Everybody feels like that ruins the outlook for everybody else. But opposed to Taysom Hill, Sean Payton knows. he always done it. He's given it to his best playmakers whenever he can, whether it be Kamara, Mike Thomas, Jimmy Graham back in the day. He always found a way to get it, get the ball to his best players. And Jameis, they're going to take risks with Mike Thomas, or they're going to check it down to Kamara. That's probably what's going to happen. But like I said, I don't see 80 catches anymore. still think Kamara's going to be you know hyper-efficient. He's still going to get those high-leverage carries and, and catches. And I still think he's going to he's gonna be a top three lock this year.
0: And they they just cut Latavius Murray. They did. Um, yep. I know they have Mark Ingram. Or I'm sorry, not Mark Ingram. Fucking Ty Montgomery. Not that that means anything. But, I, I mean, Ty Montgomery's a thicker guy. He can take goal line carries if you want. Um, obviously, Taysom Hill is probably going to get a lot of goal line carries. I don't know. Dude, they, I don't know what they do in New Orleans. Like, Sean Payton's a wild card. And that's what scares me about owning anyone on the Saints. And now that Drew Brees is gone, with Michael Thomas out, you don't have anybody available that's like your locked-in guy at receiver. So I mean, right now it's Marquez Callaway, and he's going, um, and a lot of the leagues I was in, he was going a little bit past round ten, I think. Yeah,
2: I right around there. Yeah,
0: and I don't mind that, and and obviously everyone's all high on him because he had a kick-ass preseason game. Him and Jameis hooked up for two long bombs, and that's good. And people forget how good Jameis Winston. B. Now that he got eye surgery, he's probably not blind anymore. He probably can see the defenders, so
1: he won't throw as many picks, maybe more touchdowns. Maybe we see an MVP year out of Jameis. Hot. You know what's interesting? That Sean Payton literally will not just like fall in love with one quarterback like i'm looking at his comments recently he was like well we can't really make a determination on Taysom hill and his status going to week one but we love his versatility and we'll be able to determine what he's good like he just like you said like he is literally just in love with him For I, some I think he would let Taysom will bang his wife i that was been my theory forever yeah no Maybe they literally it. yeah they're swingers hey they're actually swingers. Taysom hill's
0: a mormon so i don't know if they're allowed to do that that's shit the, yep that's the they question. soak if you guys don't know what that is kids look it up soaking uh it's what the guys have <laughs> guys at BYU do um it's so yeah you can't play if you have sex at BYU anyway um moving forward uh we're talking about good coaches and I want to move to the Patriots for a second here
2: um what do we feel about Mac Jones I think he's definitely a lot better than Cam Newton uh not only does Mac Jones help the rest of the offense obviously there's no receivers or tight ends there that are really anything to get you know overhyped about but I feel like that really helps Damian Harris, too, because I think uh, Cam Newton had 12 rushing touchdowns last year, which, you know, that takes a lot from from what Damian Harris could accomplish this year, and Sony michelle has gone, too. So, I mean, I think Damian Harris could be one of those guys that you can expect to, you know, post one of those LeGarrette Blunt seasons from a few years back with the Patriots where he gets, you know, 20 rushing touchdowns.
0: I, I don't disagree with you that um, now that there's so much more opportunity for Damian Harris, here's my thing about the Patriots and Bill Belichick. No matter who is on that roster— it could be the cashier from Dick's Sporting Goods. It doesn't matter. Whoever is on his roster, he will somehow find a way to implement them into the game. He doesn't care. Um, fast fast dudes is his thing. He loves small guys with speed. He loves, he loves grit, right? You know, the Rex Burkheads of the world. And I don't mind that. And that's the thing. I mean, they still have James White there who seems to be irrelevant unless he's catching balls on third down or the fourth quarter uh, or the end of the second half, right? They're trying to go a little up-tempo offense. James White's your guy. And you literally, if you start a guy like James White, you're only putting him in there for the hope that they're trailing at the end of the game, um, which I think isn't going to happen a lot. Uh, we could talk about this another time, but I have the Patriots winning the
1: AFC East, East, North. Jesus. Yeah. AFC East. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, I got a question for you guys. So, so two questions actually, is it, are we going to see it? Was it Bill Belichick or was it Tom Brady? You know, now that Tom Brady has gone now, Tom or Bill Belichick has Mac Jones now. Okay. And also, was this Bill Belichick's doing or was this Cam Newton in his own heads doing with Cam Newton leaving New England?
2: I think Bill actually liked Cam. He probably knew that he's, he's not the same quarterback he used to be. But at, once, he saw, once we all saw Mac Jones do what he did in the preseason, which he played really well, yeah. he, he knew that you know, he was going to be the starter week one, not Cam Newton. So I think he did him a favor, cut him give him a chance to sign with another team. Hopefully get a better opportunity, get, an, get another opportunity because I do think that Bill Belichick actually likes Cam Newton. And, you know, Bill's never been scared of, you know, uh, signing the, the personalities and the guys that, you know, are divas or whatever it may he be. He doesn't give a fuck. He just he doesn't wants care. Win he football just wants, he wants the best players in the field yeah. at all times. Yeah. And he, I think he did a favor for Cam. I really did. I'd agree
0: with that. And it has nothing to do with the vaccination or anything like that. I know Cam's not vexed. And, uh, but I will say that, Mac Jones' opportunity came from Cam not being vaccinated since he had to go through that protocol. Um, Obviously, you can say if, ands, ors, or buts, but I mean, there's a good
1: chance that Mac Jones never gets those first-team reps. Is Mac Jones high on you guys' radar for fantasy out of the rookie quarterbacks? You got Fields, you got uh, Zach Wilson, you got him. No, I would would probably uh, go Lawrence.
0: That's really the only guy I'd want. I, I wouldn't want Mac Jones just because the receivers there don't, Get me going. I don't like uh, Jacoby Myers is not my guy. Um, Hunter Henry's awesome. Jonathan Smith is good, but I don't know, man. What do you think?
2: I mean, I just think like season long, he's probably going to put up the most points because he's. Or actually, no, I don't think he will. I mean, he's he's obviously one of the few Week One starters out of the, those rookie quarterbacks, but I think that's true. I think it's way. yeah I mean, once Justin Field, Trey Lance take over, which you know they probably will at some point this season, I think their like per game outlook, if you will especially because they can run the ball, is it be a lot higher than Mac Jones. And as we know in fantasy, quarterbacks that can run the past few years have been the cheat codes, you know?
0: Yeah, and obviously Mac Jones isn't an athletic freak uh, by any means, and, and Cam Newton uh, is. And that's the thing that I think about Damian Harris when Damian Harris is going to get the ball. Like I said, you just never know who Bill's going to throw in at running back. He does not care about names. He wants a committee and will always have a committee. So I try to stay away from New England running backs. And the only year that I could actually remember that I would have loved to have a New England running back was when Garrett Blunt, like you mentioned, was scoring a touchdown a week on average, right? And yeah. that's that's awesome, but that doesn't happen all the time, right? Derrick Henry, uh, how many did he get last year? He
2: had 18? 18, 18 yeah, that's
0: not... That doesn't happen every year. You know what I'm saying? So those guys are rare, the the end zone punchers. But I'm gonna stay away from New England uh fantasy wise,
1: but I still think they're gonna be a great football team this year. So back I wanna go back to you guys' uh last year's fantasy. You know, anything as a whole that impacted you individually or as a team or just in general?
2: I mean, every year honestly you're gonna have the injury bug. You know, you might you know, you might go scot free without any huge injuries, but At the end of the day, injuries are what took me down for the most part last season. Um, So, I mean, if you're drafting guys who, you know, have an injury history or are injury prone for that matter, you know, you you also want to get those guys that, you you know, you're pretty positive can stay on the field and and stay in your lineup every week because you never know what's going to happen. On any given week, someone could go down and it's next man up. And if you don't have the depth to to get to replace that guy, then you could be in trouble and it could be a long year for you. And
0: that that wasn't my problem either. I, I actually did pretty well on injuries last year. Um, my problem was finding a fucking running back. And I emphasized that this year in all my drafts, I promised myself I was going to go with running back, running back in every, every draft I did because the wide receiver group is so deep and the running backs aren't, you know, you get past round three and you're screwed. You're starting, you know, Clinton Portis and Fitzgerald Toussaint at running back. If you don't find a running back in those first three rounds, so you know, I personally, I drafted a lot of uh, Clyde Edwards-Helaire last year and Miles Sanders, and much to my chagrin, I am pissed and I will stay away. Well, we'll talk about that later. We're gonna have
1: boom or bust coming up, um, but fuck Miles Sanders. That's all I'm no, seriously. Say. I I mean, I can chime in on this. I know Colin. I think, thinks differently uh, this year. But we can talk about that when we get there. Sure. I already know what you're going to say. Is this about a specific person? <laughs> no, I'm going to talk about Miles Sanders. Oh, oh, I absolutely okay. hate everybody on the Eagles offense, but, oh. I mean, that's just that's just me right now. But,
2: like, give those takeaways from last year. The Eagles offense is going to be completely different than it was the whole last year. I mean, they've had three of their top five offensive line go down. They didn't let Jalen Hurts take over. Yeah, but that
0: shit happens every fucking year. It
2: does, it does, but not for not for the whole season. I mean, you got Lane J- Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey and Jason Peters. Those are three guys that have been, you know, cornerstones for for the entire offense. And line. which
0: seems every season they always get hurt. The the Eagles I feel like are the most injury prone team in the NFL always, them and the Rams.
2: Yeah, I mean, you never know. You can I don't think you can bank on anyone getting or hurt. Chargers. But one thing that is true, the the quarterback, the offenses that have a quarterback that can run the ball increases the efficiency of all the running backs in that group and so like look at look at the Ravens and JK Dobbins obviously they run they pound the rock like better than everybody so I think the Eagles have a good enough offensive line you know not con, not considering injuries and Miles Sanders they're gonna give him the rock I mean he had the most runs of 70 yards last year he's got the juice he got the big playability. I think it could be a a surprising year for him this he, year.
0: He does have that big playability, but that's the thing. Like last year, and I know I bring this up a lot to you guys, but I don't think viewers understand this. There was a game last year that Miles Sanders had an eighty-yard run, and do you guys know what he finished with that game? Eighty-five yards. How is that possible? That's ridiculous. That was in the first quarter. He had an eighty-yard run in the first quarter and finished the game with eighty-five yards. And I, I'll bring this. I'll bring this up right now. I'll bring this up right now. Give me 15 carries in the NFL. I'll get five yards. I'll get five yards. Haven't we, we, t- haven't, haven't we talked about this? We talk about this fast. all the this time. Once week, yeah, <laughs> once a week at least. And I'll I'll stick to it. Give me 15 more carries in the, I'll get five yards. Someone make a hole for me. I'll
2: fall forward for a yard. All right, all right, here, let me make a point real quick. Do you know which defense that was against last year?
0: Uh, I want to say it was the Redskins. Pittsburgh Steelers. Sorry. Football, Football team. Football team. Correction.
2: Come on. It was the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right. He had that 80-yard run in the first quarter. Okay. Didn't finish much over 80. But I don't know if you remember last year, week one, Steelers also played the uh the Giants and Saquon Barkley had 15 rushing yards on 17 carries. Do you remember that? No. You don't remember that? No, that doesn't sound like something I remember. But I also was wasn't. Week, listening. One, week one, Monday night football. <laughs> week one, Monday night football. I mean the Steelers defense, they're nothing to, you know, no, they're take good away D, from. Good D. And they, they did that, sure. Miles Sanders, but that's what that's what happens. Barry Sanders did the same thing back in the day. One yard, two yard, negative two yards, boom, 70. Yeah, but... I'm not saying Miles <laughs> Sanders is Barry Sanders.
0: <laughs> yeah, just because of the last name. No, I yeah, get what you're works. saying. I get what you're saying. It does play. But that, I, I get what you're saying, but also Miles Sanders has such a good offensive line, like you just mentioned, You know, albeit injury prone, but they do have a good offensive line where it doesn't make sense. Why can't he hit past that that wall that he hits where
2: he just lacks consistency and it bothers the shit out of me. It was goal line work too, though. I mean, they had Jordan Howard, Vulture touchdowns. Everybody hated. I mean, I knew people that started Jordan Howard last year just because there was a good chance he'd score from from inside the five yard line. He's not on the team anymore, so he's just fending off Boston Scott. So, yeah, Boston, Boston Scott handcuff of the year because I'll tell you
0: what,
1: Miles Sanders gets hurt just as much as anybody else. I want to talk about handcuffs real quick. I want to shift okay. to shift real quick to Detroit. Now, I feel like there's going to be a lot of questions in regards to the running backs when it comes to Detroit. And for fantasy purposes, obviously we're gonna get into a lot more of this as the weeks go by, and especially on the weekends we're doing our DFS and whatnot. But there's an issue I feel like in Detroit with DeAndre Swift and also the new guy Jamal Williams. Are are you automatically going to cuff Jamal Williams if you have DeAndre Swift on your team, just off the fact the, you don't no, you don't know DeAndre the reason,
0: Swift status? Uh, to answer your question, I don't think anybody. Has handcuffed them. You know why? Because for some fucking reason, their ADP is way too close, right? So if you're handcuffing other guys like Chris McCaffrey, and you're getting a Chuba Hubbard, or you're doing, um, give me another one. I my mean, mind's going blank. Uh, Nick Chubb or Cream Chubb? No, that's not the same shit. <laughs> AJ Dillon, AJ <laughs> Dillon, Aaron yep. Jones, yeah, something yep. like that. Like those ADPs are so far apart where you can take a rate, late round flyer. Where you're looking at the board and you're like, I don't like anyone. I'll just take my handcuff. Alexander Madison, Dalvin Cook. Um, Jamal Williams is only going two, two, three rounds after, uh, Deandre Swift. And so like, my thing is, De, uh, Jamal Williams is the ultimate drive killer for Deandre Swift for Aaron Jones. He did that shit so much last year where you'd be watching a Packer game and you're like, Oh shit, that's a nice 10 yard run. Who, Oh my God. That was Jamal Williams. It wasn't Aaron Jones. Why? And then he would stay on the field and he'd continue doing it. And you would always look, oh, this is a solid drive that Aaron Jones must be a part of. Nope. Jamal Williams. So uh, I would honestly, if you are looking at a late round flyer and well, I know the season starts tonight, so you're a little shit out of luck, probably a little too late, but Jamal Williams is going to get touches. And I think he might be more, listen to this. I think he might be more valuable than DeAndre Swift because of DeAndre Swift's injury history.
2: Oh, we're going to talk about that later.
1: I, I will add, Williams was the first player in Packers history to finish with 450-plus rushing yards and 200-plus receiving yards in each of his first four seasons. So this guy was getting attention, and he was doing it well. Yeah, I traded so. Colin DJ Moore for him two years ago.
0: <laughs> Colin, oh, Colin uh, took advantage of me while I was under the influence and uh, decided to trade me. DJ Moore, I gave him DJ Moore for Jamal Williams. He he somehow convinced me to do so. Let's get into our preseason predictions. This is going to be a boomer bust segment. Uh, we're going to make a little graphic for it for everything, and we're going to look back at it at the end of the year to see who is truly the smartest guy in the room between us three. Um, me, because I'm the champion.
2: Uh, <sighs> yeah, fluke champion, God. asterisk champion. Yeah,
0: Mickey Mouse. Bullshit. Rookie. Uh, COVID, restrictions. COVID restrictions. COVID restrictions. <laughs> fluke. Uh, rookie, what do they call that? Patrick the Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, baby. Yeah, the, rookie, the rookie bump. Okay. So we're going to do boom or bust and it's going to be based off of projected ADP, right? So where people are going in drafts and we're going to, we're going to uh, talk about whether we think they are going to exceed their expectations of where they're getting drafted at or if they're getting drafted way too high. And uh, so Colin, you can start You are one, one,
2: my number one outperformer for his ADP. Is Odell Beckham Jr. this year?
0: I have him on my list as well, but not for number one.
2: And the reason why is, listen, you don't get anyone this late in the draft at wide receiver twenty-seven, which is where he's going right now. That has the potential to finish top five. I know, obviously, it hasn't been all you know sunshine and daisies on the Browns, but at the end of the day, this guy's a top five talent in the football in NFL football league, and I still think he he has the potential to do it. It's Kevin Stefanski, he did it with Diggs. You can do it with Beckham because I think Beckham ha- is a better talent than Diggs.
0: Do you see that? Do you see that uh bleacher report graphic that came out that said he's tier four? Yeah, that was, that, that was ridiculous.
2: No way. Odell is still, in my opinion, he's probably not top five anymore. I still think he's top twelve. Whoa, ho, ho, ho. Clip that.
0: Clip that. Rod, clip that. And I that. want I want that on my phone. Wait, Colin's me? saying Odell's not top five anymore. I want that on he's my up. phone.
2: I want that you know, on my I, phone. I never saw that happen. I never I'm saw that coming.
0: I'm going to send that every Sunday. All right,
2: yeah, I mean, Odell, obviously, I still think he's the same guy. The realist in me, he hasn't been at the past few years, but I still think he can bounce back. And I think at the wide receiver 27 position, that's his absolute floor, and he can only go, only go up from there.
0: I agree. He's not going to finish worse than that. And and that's why should you should have taken flyers on him if he was available in your drafts. Um, I'm hearing that Stefanski's running his offense through him, man. He's going to be getting targets this year again.
2: I mean, as you should. I mean, he's one of the best receivers in the game. Get your ball to your playmakers. Chubb, maybe Kareem Hunt, and Odell. Jarvis, maybe Kareem Hunt. Rod, uh, you're 1-1. One, one. Um,
1: my one uh, who's going to over, overperform at his ADP is Cream uh, Hunt. Uh, he he's going at it. He has an ADP rank of forty-eight uh, via Fantasy Pros, coming in at RB two twenty RB twenty-two. Cream Hunt, guys, a top ten running back with a top five running back on his team. Where does that exist? And I just feel like he's just been swept under the radar in a lot of leagues, going late when I feel like he can produce just as much as a guy like Miles Sanders, James Robinson. Uh, maybe some may say even Josh Jacobs were going a lot higher than him.
0: Yeah, Kareem Hunt's. A, I mean, he's a baller, dude. Yes, he always has been, always will be. And it's not like he's just a PPR back either. He can he can tote the rock. So I, I like Kareem Hunt. I just hate the fact that those two are on the same team. I really wish Kareem Chub. Yeah, I wish Kareem Chub <laughs> could split up actually. I wish Kareem Hunt had his own squad, and I wish that Nick Chubb had his own squad, because those two are electric. My 1-1 is going to be Miles Gaskins. So, Miles Gaskins is a PPR monster, has big playability, can catch the ball and take it for multiple yards. And before last year, before he sprained his MCL and missed two weeks for COVID, this guy had like 650 receiving yards. Nobody even heard of this guy. Like I'm all over him. His ADP. Let me check this shit out, dude. Via Fantasy Pros. Check out Fantasy Pros. Free ad. He's coming at 45. Thank you. 45. Miles Gaskins. I mean, dude,
1: that's RB3, four? That's like not even a starter for most teams. You know no, what I'm saying? Not. It's not. He's he's coming at an RB21 overall. So he's, he's low. He's very low on the list. Yeah, he's fringe RB2. And so, I, dude, I love Gaskins.
0: He's a big play guy, man. Take him and just watch him turn. And there's no one there threatening him for carries anymore. Ahmad. Fucks. What is his name? Sebastian Ahmad? <laughs> Salvin. Salvin? Salvin. Yeah. It's- fuck that guy. Salmon. Salvin. That guy, dude, that guy's no threat to a guy named Miles Gaskin. <laughs>
2: don't he's don't he's got gas how- in his name, dude. I don't know how I feel about him. Why? I don't know. I don't feel... Like bad about him, I don't feel great about him. I agree, Colin. Like I have no feeling yeah. towards him. I don't have. What him does in that any mean? Leagues? I don't I, know. I just don't know what to expect from him.
1: I don't. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I just don't know how I feel about him. I told you what to expect.
0: Expect greatness. And then next, I'll take Cooper Cup. Uh, Stafford loves his slots, and he's gonna hook up with Cooper Cup a ton.
2: What, what's his ADP? Or like, which wide receiver rank is he? Talking,
0: you say Cooper Cup.
2: Yeah, dude. Hooper.
0: He's fifty one. He's nineteenth best receiver, fifty-one overall. Yep. And I, I don't I just don't see a scenario where like a guy like Julio Jones, who may not stay healthy, I even think he could pass a guy like Terry McLaurin. I
2: don't know. I think he's a safe pick. He's not gonna do I don't think he'll finish under wide wide receiver twenty four. I don't think he'll make the leap into the top twelve. I think, yeah, somewhere between thirteen and twenty.
0: Like the guys directly under him are DJ Moore, Tyler Lockett, Deontay Johnson. Those are all big name guys. I like him better than all of them. So there we go. All right, Roddy. All right.
1: My next number two is going to be coming in hot. Mike Davis with an ADP two of 52. Mike Davis was an extreme workhorse when Chris McCaffrey went yeah, out. Filled in well. Filled in very well. So that's my number two for. Uh, I, got, I got nothing to say about that either. He's,
2: he's the only guy there. He's not competing for touches. I don't mind that. I don't think he's any better than Todd Gurley. And we saw how Todd Gurley did last year. I mean, it's a wait and see. If he catches the ball as much as he did last year, you don't think Mike Davis
1: in. is better than Todd Gurley's broken knees? No, I, 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 I don't. I think I think Todd Gurley brought a sense of uh, a touchdown, hope. touchdown.
0: A yeah, hope. yeah, it yeah, did happen. Hope, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone had Todd Gurley because he's Todd Gurley. Does that make sense? I don't think Mike Davis has the clout behind his name to trust that. So that's probably why his ADP is is so low. Um, but I mean, yeah, I, I think the production could be similar. It would be dependent on if they punch it in the end zone.
2: All right, Colin. All right, my number two for outperforming their ADP is DeAndre Swift at RB19. And I'm pretty sure Swift finished the top 24 running back last year. He had a uh, struggle to the first uh, few games. But this year, he's in a better situation. People are worried about Jamal Williams. I'm not. He Jamal Williams will do the, whatever it was that Carry On and Adrian Peterson did last year, and DeAndre Swift. I think he'll finish at the top twelve running back this year. I really do.
0: He is too injury prone, man. He's already got a groin a groin issue, and he hasn't played
2: this year yet. I'm I so mean,
1: fucking sick of the Lions and their goddamn injuries.
0: Yeah, I, I dude, don't touch the Lions with a ten foot pole. First of all, unless it's uh, T.J. Hawkinson,
2: DeAndre uh, Swift will finish better than RB nineteen. I am very very confident in that. Okay. Uh, you're up again. All right. Oh, oh to me? or is it No, to Colin? Collins Colin. up again. Okay. Don't
0: get lost in the snake.
2: <laughs> All right, yeah. So my third, third player for outperforming their ADP would be Clyde edwards helaire RB14. Hilaire. Hilaire, the H is silent. Sorry. Chalk. And then, I mean, RB14. Reach. He, fin- he finished at the top. I think he finished like 12 or 13 last year. No Le'Veon <laughs> Bell. He's going to get the – and he only scored like four or five touchdowns last year. He's going to score more than four or five touchdowns. He's probably going to catch the ball more. He's going to be more activated. I think it's pretty much a lot he'll finish better than RB14. RB1, Clyde Edwards, E-Lair. Thank, thank you. Sounds good.
0: All right, Roddy, you're
1: up. Uh, all right. This is your last one. Do you have three or four? You're going to have four? I had five.
2: I had five,
1: too. Uh, we're doing five? Yeah. All right. We're, we're going to run, run through real quick. Uh, mine, uh, three coming in is Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, he has an ADP of 77. And he's coming at a wide receiver 31.
0: No, thank you. Uh,
1: all right. No, let me just you. say real quick. No, Ju- thank you. Juju was competing with the guy who we know as Antonio Brown. All right, for mm-hmm. a little bit. Do we remember that? And what did Juju That's how Juju bust onto the scene. That's why Juju that's was the Antonio good. Antonio Brown, Yeah, but yeah. missed the coverage. Again, Juju's, it's time for Juju to say, look, I can do this and he's going to do it. Would it? Deontay Dropson? Is that what you like to call his name? Yeah. yeah. And, and Claypool? Come on, guys. It's Juju. Yeah, exactly why I don't like him because there's too many miles. One
0: rock, whole lot of miles to feed. No. Not a fan. And a Najee Harris guy playing running back. Ah. Too. Ooh. He, might, he might take some time. All right, next. That's my guy. Next pick, I'd like to take Najee yeah. Harris because. I took him in the first round of every draft that I had that I was past pick 10. Uh, Some would say it's a reach. I don't care. Reach. (laughs) I I don't care, care, man. I think he's going to end up, he's going to slide in, in my opinion, I think he's going to slide in right before uh, Zeke Elliott in next year's draft. So I think next year it's going to go somewhat of Cook, McCaffrey, uh, King, King Henry, and then you're going to be able to slide Najee in at four or five pick.
2: Don't get me wrong. I love Najee this year. I think he's got some risk. He could he could have a tough season, but I think he also. could finish But why? Top five. I, why? Think, I think he could also finish top five. Well, why? Why? Why do you have? Because a- the rookie. You never know with rookies. Yeah, you do. Clyde
1: edwards lair bro. Yeah,
2: and his only problem was that he
0: didn't score touchdowns, and it seemed like every touchdown that Clyde scored was called back for holding or some shit.
1: We'll no, well, I, I like him a lot because there's five other. But you just talked about a ton of miles to feed. Yeah, one rock, scored. whole lot of miles to feed. This is the same thing in pit. Same thing. I, I, I agree,
0: but here's the thing. People forget how much Mike Tomlin loves loves to use a good running back. James Conner was not Le'Veon Bell. Najee Harris is better than Le'Veon Bell. There, I said it. He's better, more talented, and more athletic. He's going to be better than Le'Veon Bell, and he can catch the ball for you. So I love Najee. He'll be great. My wraparound pick is going to be uh, who a guy we kind of just talked about. It's going to be Antonio Brown. Uh, my boy up in Tampa... His housemate. He's giving him chores to do. He's got, Antonio Brown's got dishes to do. He's got laundry to do. He's keeping his head on straight. And Bruce Arians is talking about how he's playing like the old Antonio Brown, the old AB, the Steeler AB. How does that not excite someone? Again, one rock, whole lot of miles to feed. I get that. But it seems like these offenses are all stacked that way. And I think Antonio Brown is going to separate from the other two, his two competitors, Mike Evans. Uh, big play Mike, he's going to get 1,000 yards, I'm sure, again. But it's going to look like 200 yards from one game and 37 in another game like he always does. And then Godwin is probably going to get hurt with a jammed finger just
2: like he does every year. So, I mean, I'd love to agree with you on that point, but like you said, too many mouths to feed. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, they are no slouches. It's far and away the best trio receivers in the league. A lot of mouths to feed. Uh, I don't, I don't think he's got the potential to go – put up crazy numbers with those two other guys catching balls, but I definitely wouldn't be surprised if, if he had a few big weeks. When
0: Peyton Manning broke that touchdown record, there was one rock, whole lot of miles to feed.
2: That was and also one of the best offenses of all time.
0: I think the Bucs
1: can replicate that in some way.
2: I mean, I'd love to see it. I, lo- I like the Bucks receivers. Definitely have a good outlook this year.
1: Roddy. All right, next, uh, I got Julio Jones uh, as my number four ADP of 43. Uh, For namesake, this is solely off namesake and solely off the fact that he's playing with Mike Vrabel and the Tennessee Titans and they have the best running back in the NFL, if you ask me and we know it can happen. We have a strong run game, and you throw in there A.J. Brown, too. Like, come on.
0: Yeah, as a defense, I'm not sure how you can scheme on that. I mean, you you, you can't double cover any of the receivers, because if you double cover A.J., then Julio gets open, vice versa, and you want to stack the box against King Henry. Well, you can't, because you got those two on the outside. Uh, Yeah, it's a mess for a defensive coach trying to scheme against them. Um, My outlook on that is I'm not going to be the smart guy in the room and pick which one's going to be great.
2: Just take Tannehill. No, I mean, I agree. I think that's one of the things I'm most excited about to watch this year. Is week one, Who is who are the Cardinals going to line up their number one corner against? Is it AJ Brown? Is it Julio Jones? Obviously, Julio still got it in. One of the greats of all time. We'll see what happens. There's a lot of mouse to feed over there, too. Who's going to be the alpha? And then my. Is this, is this round four? It's fifth. Fifth? Is your, yeah, this should be your. Wait, no, you got four. They're going to
1: go five. We got lost oh. in the snake. You got four. You know, you got four now. They're going to have five. Snakes. snakes get. Yeah, they get confusing. Wait, did you. No, you have two he has two picks.
2: Yeah, I got yeah, back to back. You, you're gonna do four or five, Now I'm gonna do five. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So my fourth pick as an outperformer is Amari Cooper. Wide receiver sixteen. I think Amari is a top ten receiver in the league. I feel like the CeeDee Lamb hype is catching up a little too fast. That's still Amari's show down there in Dallas. I think wide receiver sixteen, you know, granted he doesn't get hurt this year, is the absolute floor you will finish at. Amari Cooper, wide receiver, 12 for me.
0: I got no, I got no quarrel with that. It's just barring injury. Can
1: he stay healthy? True. And and hopefully his quarterback
2: can stay healthy too.
1: Yep. All right, Roddy. Uh my yep. last one, I'm last gonna take day. you guys, take you guys real deep with this one. Darnell Moody had at an ADP of 136. Okay. This guy was an explosive player. He had Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky as his quarterback who could not deliver. All right. He had 98 targets, only 68 passes were deemed catchable. All right. And that and I think with Andy Dalton, a little bit of an upgrade, potentially, can be something special. This guy is a deep ball threat. Cut it market it right now. Darnell Mooney. I love that. I
2: have no 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 disagreements with you on that one.
0: I uh my last my fourth pick is gonna be LaVishka Chenault. He's the forty two ranked wide receiver, the hundred fourth player overall. That is so low and I don't know if you guys watched any preseason games. Yeah, preseason doesn't matter, whatever. Dude, Trevor Lawrence was hooking up with that man. There, I watched a single drive against the Cowboys that play after play after play went to Chenault for the score. The entire drive was just down his throat. So um, I love it. I think they're going to – he's he's found his favorite target, in my opinion. I know there there's a lot of competition at receiver too with Chark and Marvin Jones, but um, Chenault's my guy there to, to take on.
2: Yeah, he's, a, he's an exciting young player. Uh, with ETN getting out, I feel like Urban, Urban Meyer is going to craft some plays for him when, in his skill set. So, I think he's an exciting player to watch this year.
0: My last pick will be Trey Sermon. Not much to talk about there. Uh, yeah.
2: I
1: just that knew so going to throw yeah, him on can, that list. I can't wait that early. I t- that was, I, I'm done. I'm out of picks. So oh, I you're out
0: of picks. Like, All right, good. Yeah, that's me. Wait, how the fuck is that possible then? I had five. Then that
2: yeah, means you this is my me. sixth. You got to skip me. When did we skip you? I was supposed to have a back-to-back snake and Rod. You did, no, you did have back to back. No, I, was, oh, I you just, stopped. You didn't say with your Larry second Yeah, you didn't say your second one. What was your? Sorry, was your other one? My, my, my final outperformer, is Deontay Johnson. Uh Deontay Dropson. wide receiver, twenty one on Fantasy Pros. People forget this guy. He two games last year. He left first quarter because of injury. He even got. If we include the game that he got benched last year, the guy was averaging eleven targets a game, and he was finishing at fifth most points per game for a receiver. Big Ben, that's his guy. He's going to go to him. Sure, he drops the ball, but that's what happens when you get 150 targets in a season. Look at DK Metcalf. He was right behind Deontay Johnson and drops, and he's getting drafted in the second round. I think Deontay Johnson could be a steal of the draft. Uh, yeah, I'm there. I'm there for it. The targets are there. I like a guy who gets volume. Volume is volume's key in
0: fantasy football. Um, we don't have to go over the busts as much draft-wise. Um, just throw out a few guys that you are absolutely staying away from. I'll start, and um, I'm adamant about this every single year. Until this guy retires, I will never touch him, and that is Joe Mixon.
1: Mm, year after I'm year. I'm ready for it. Right yeah. on, I disagree. Time out, hold on. timeout. Me and Ristic have this spiel every year after every like year. the past years about how... Stay away from anybody on the bangles, who's Bengals. Who's the Bengals? Running backs get out of town, man. Worst offensive line
0: in of football. Um, second most passing attempts while Joe, Joe Burrow was at the helm last year. So they don't run the ball in general. And oh, and by the way, they suck balls, and they're going to be down a lot. And you, know, you they know what that means. The, they, that he ain't catching the ball. Yeah, he is. Gio
2: Bernard is
1: out. Yeah, Gio Bernard find is
2: out. Someone else, dude. No. You know how many touches shot. a game he got last year? Dude, twenty-three I don't touches a game. Do shit with those touches. He put up forty-five points. against the Jaguars in one That's week. That's my thing.
0: Okay, yeah, he's gonna have a few boom plays. That he always does. When someone gets thirty ca- carries a game, they're gonna boom eventually. But I'm not there for it when he drops ducks after week week after week.
2: Joe, Joe Mason does not get hurt. He will finish as a top five running back. Yeah, how can you get hurt when you're always delivering the punch? <laughs> who knows? You don't know. He <laughs> could have a freak injury. Who? Knows, Joe Mixon stays healthy this year. He will finish top ten at the minimum. You are a
0: psychopath. Minimum, Rod. Did you hear this guy type t- top, 10? top this, ten? This what is top offensive minimum.
2: line, dude? I don't care. Look at they run the, the. They throw line. the
0: ball so much, and he's going to catch the ball too. He's not going to catch the ball like what? that. He? No
2: shot. Yeah. I'm Joe stay Mixon. Away. Top ten. Stay, Lock stay it away.
0: In.
2: Yeah. Lock it in. Stay away, Roddy. You and me, man. Yeah. I wish Joe, I put Joe Mixon yeah. at my number one outperformers, Honestly, oh, at that point. Oh My God. Can't believe you. <laughs> I can't serious. That's People hilarious. Forget. People are quick
0: to forget. They are. Quick to forget what? How fucking bad their offensive line Ugh. is? We we literally used and
1: Rissig literally did a draft uh, podcast. They we were like, if they don't draft yeah, offensive like a line. A year or two ago. They would have been, they're fucked. Yeah. Well, and what even did they do? <laughs> they, grabbed they
0: grabbed another receiver. And now with the, what is it? The fourth pick, the fifth yeah. pick in the NFL draft, the third pick, right? What was it? I don't know. A, fifth waste, pick. a waste of a fifth pick for them. Pick. Fifth pick in the NFL draft, the Bengals select wide receiver for Jamar Chase, who I'm also staying away from. Oh, now we got Tyler Boyd, D. Higgins, Jamar Chase. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, dude, sounds like no words to me. Yeah, sounds like
1: Joe Burrow's going to have a hell of a year, not Joe Mixon. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, we'll uh, no thanks. We'll so guy,
1: guy I'm staying away from too. I'm going to get a lot of hate for this i'm ready for it is kyler murray uh i watched a preseason game with him uh when he played the chiefs guy looks lost i think he has too much trying to do too much with it and we could talk about this another day but something about these quarterbacks kyler murray lamar jackson they're gonna have to evolve because they can't keep running around like this continuously and I think that's gonna be like you know get the job done you gotta- so you don't think the nfl is moving towards the mobile no, no, no. quarterback not at all no 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 listen i was looking i was listening to marcus spears on espn LSU, And he was like, look, 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 y'all. I'm going to tell y'all this like this. These (laughs) quarterbacks. Why does that sound exactly (laughs) like like it? He was like, these quarterbacks, they can't keep doing what they're doing. These Kyler Murray's Lamar, they got to start learning.
0: He's got the deep hit. Like, he's talking from his gut. Yeah.
1: He's like, they got to start throwing the ball. Like Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and Kyler Murray's lost. He's lost, 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 lost. That's true. If you
0: actually think about it, who are the three best quarterbacks in the NFL? Right now, it's Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, and And Patrick Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Because system, why system quarterback, but it's because they throw the ball and they throw it. Well, it's but not they're all, because their legs. It's not because they're But Patrick they ball all have mobile. the mobile. No, they have all three of them have the ability yes. to get a first done on their My legs, point, but they don't rely on that though. They don't rely on it. Yes. That's the thing. And, and I agree. I think I agree. I don't think there will ever, ever be an NFL where the best quarterback in the NFL um, is a leg first kind of guy. It's just not 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 possible.
1: Sean Watson was the closest thing we may be seeing. Agreed. Seen, Agreed. We don't know that. But that's. But one his guy.
0: arm is still better than his legs, which says Correct. a lot about him because his legs are That's are why awesome. he's so
1: great. That's why I think he's the top top five
2: yeah, quarterback in the league. That's a damn
0: shame, dude. It's a damn shame. Yes. So next person. Colin, stay away from you
2: want to stay away from someone? One guy I absolutely hate, but I ended up drafting him in one league. He's my RB2, and I'd rather have him on the waivers than look at him in my lineup every day, and that is Josh Jacobs at RB18. <laughs> I'll tell you what, there's only one person I hate more than Josh Jacobs, and it's Kenyon Drake, and they just so happen to sign both of them to the same team. Can I can I please They're, can I please hear your explanation? Let's hear it, Rod. Let's uh, hear no, it. I want
1: to hear your I want to hear your explanation why Josh Jacobs is so bad.
2: He only does well in games that he wins or as that the Raiders win. In the games that they lose, the guy might get you 12 points if you score the touchdown, because he sure as hell won't score our rush for over 60 yards. I just feel like the Raiders' offensive line lost their three best offensive line. He's going to split work with Kenyon Drake. They signed into a twelve million dollar deal, which is blasphemous. There's just no way that's Josh way Jacobs. Too much money. Josh Jacobs is not finishing above RB 18. No, there's no chance.
0: Thing. I mean that's simple math. The reason why he didn't perform when they're down is because he doesn't catch the fucking ball. Exactly. So if they're ever down in a game, which is going to happen a lot because the Raiders aren't that great. Um, Probably be Jalen Sharp or Kenyon Drake out there. Yeah, no, yeah, and I hate I hate to see that because I think Josh Jacobs is like the most typical bell cow in the NFL next to Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook. It's just a damn shame that
2: he's so one dimensional. Yeah, I mean it sucks because he's. I think he is a great running back. I I really do. But what is that?
1: There's a lot of one dimensional running backs. There is is. Derrick Henry.
2: Yeah, he's yeah, like the
1: only 400 one. Four hundred touches. Dalvin Cook can catch the ball. Okay, Zeke Zeke fumbles left and right.
0: Now he, he yeah, never that did that, that before. I, mean, I don't but, know what but, the hell that was. That I, was I, I COVID think, rules. If
1: anything, I think of Josh Jacobs as Zeke. I mean, he just has he has fumbles. He has times nah, where Zeke got way, way more finesse. Yeah,
0: Zeke has got way more. He finace. does. Josh does Jacobs is a hard nose running, like stick your nose down right, and get through the hole. Which
1: reminds me a lot of Derrick Henry. A lot. Yeah, yeah. Derrick Henry so
0: much better at it than he is.
1: Right, Josh
2: Jacobs. Great running back. I am staying away. The homing's back. I do back. not like him. The homing's back. Oh,
1: there.
0: You got to leave good. it like that.
1: Yeah.
2: Go ahead.
0: Next. I, I think I'm good. I just stay away. Here's here's my list, okay? Uh, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, Gus Edwards, Miles Sanders, Kenny
1: Galladay, injury prone. Mm-hmm. like that. Uh, Josh Jacobs and DJ Moore. Uh, DJ Moore... I fucking hate all of you for having Josh Jacobs on this list. Yeah, you guys are gonna be wrong. Same. No. Well, you if you want me to add, wrong, add
0: Kenyon Drake on there too, I will. No, but um, DJ Moore, I just don't trust Sam Darnold. And
2: Gruden likes to run the damn ball. Yeah, he, he does, does. Okay, can't run the ball down thirty points in the second quarter. It doesn't quarter. matter. It doesn't You'll see matter. Monday night the Ravens are literally gonna blow him out of the water. They might no. score forty in the first half. Gruden, Gruden, take, take Gruden's, the a,
1: Gruden's a hard nosed, throwback, it down your throat type of coach.
2: And how has it worked for him? Since he came well, back, He's had
1: Derek he's had Darren Waller's it been the best thing he's had since his whole since his whole time being there.
2: Yeah, their whole little plan of Mayock and Gruden hasn't hasn't worked out at all. It's not his guys. Uh,
1: on my list I have Najee Harris, James. Why? R- too many mouths to feed in Pittsburgh. There's it is. There's no one to feed in the running back room. Who's going to feed? I'm just saying. I don't. I think he's going to be like Clyde Edwards- layer Where we're putting all of our. Remember how Clyde boosted up so high before when the draft started last yeah, year? That was probably
0: because of my blog.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing with Najee. He like boosts it up a week before the draft, and everyone's like, "Oh, I'm on Najee." I'm like, "Why?"
2: Yeah, yeah I mean it's, it's a similar it's situation. Possible. It's, a similar it's situation. definitely possible.
1: Miles Sanders like trash, options. Chris Carson trash, and James Robinson is also on my list.
0: I actually, uh, yeah, I would not, like, I'm not putting my eggs in any of those baskets that you just mentioned, so I don't mind any, except
2: Najee. So I'm good with that. All Anything right. else? Yeah. out My list is Derrick Henry at two, CeeDee Lamb, oh, Galladay, ADP. and Jonathan Taylor. Because oh, I, <laughs> I had Kamara, too. But the one too. person I really, I really want people to know if they still have drafts to just stay away from, stay away from. Why <laughs> did you look at me like that? You're like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> I saying? don't know. All right, Maybe. so hear me out. Hear me said, out. me said Derrick Henry, the guy who he, just ran for 2,000 yards. Derrick Henry finished as RB4 last year. He also ran for 2000, 2,000 rushing yards, scored 18 touchdowns, and throw whatever Trump changed receptions and yards he got. He finished as RB4. That's where he's getting drafted right now. So unless you think Derrick Henry is going to rush for either more than 2,000 yards or more than 18 touchdowns, you might cash in. But no one's ever ran for 2,000 yards in NFL history twice. And just one time they're doing it, it's just impressive. But if you play PPR, I'm, all I'm telling tellin you is stay away all from telling. Th- all I'm telling you is don't draft Derrick Henry. Expecting to have him finish as an RB1 won't happen. The only guys that can do that are the guys that catch and run the football. And I I just don't see him having a season yeah, like he did last year.
0: Guys, you're not going to hear me do this often. Colin, hmm. that's a good point. <laughs>
2: <That's-> <laughs> I... I that's a good point, my guy. In a couple of my leagues, I brought up the point that we should switch to half PPR because I always say Derrick Henry should not have the season he had and finish as the RB4. No, that's a
0: good point, dude. He's not going to run for two, 2000 again, and his catches aren't going to go up. So where does that leave him? It leaves him worse than RB4. I mean, yeah, it's tough. I don't, he just. It's a good point. He,
2: he actually made a good point. I don't, I don't like how he's trying to. Like, I don't no, like I, I believe in that more than I believe Odell finishing top 24. All right, man. Let's look into
0: uh, tonight's game. Opening day, we have the Bucks versus the boys. And
2: what are we looking for in that one, fantasy-wise? For me, I'm looking – I'm trying to see some points. I mean, with the Bucs, you know it's going to be the receiver show. But which receiver is it going to be? Personally, I think it's be Mike Evans. I think he's going to ball out. Yes. I'm, in, I'm interested to see how uh, – how Dak responds from his ankle in injury. Yeah, and his uh, lingering back or shoulder, or whatever he's got going on. Unfortunately, they lost Zach Martin for week one, too, due to COVID. Yeah. yeah. But they got their other big hogs back on the line. I'm, I'm just excited. This is a great week one matchup. This For the first game of the season, I don't think it can get much better than this.
0: I agree. The offense is going to be booming. Here's my thing. Um, I am severely scared. I own Dak Prescott in a few leagues. It's I love man. Dak. and. Just my thing is with him coming back from injury, hasn't played football in a while. Um, they limited limited him in camp as we saw in hard knocks. Um, so my thing is, is like with Zach Martin now, are not arguably, definitively his best offensive lineman, um, it scares me a little bit. So I'm first and foremost, if I'm a gambling man, I'd probably take the bucks, but probably, that's, that's what Vegas Same. wants you to take. The over. The over is the play. Uh, bucks, team total over. I know you like that one, Colin. I do like that man, one. Cowboys D didn't get any better. The Cowboys
2: fucking suck. Cowboys have a terrible defense. They if, suck. I, if I were yeah, a betting man, like, like you said, my favorite bet would probably, probably be Tampa Bay first half. Uh, Cowboys, mm-hmm. as we saw last year with you know Dak and, and the rest of the boys healthy for the start of the season, they would always do their damage in, in the third and fourth quarters where Dak would get like 200 of his 500 passing yards, which he did like three weeks in a row, which was absolutely insane. But I, I feel like they're gonna get off to a slow start. The Cowboys will. Uh, Buccaneers are gonna come out hot, probably score a few touchdowns in the first half, and that's what that's what will happen. The Cowboys will, you know, put a couple of late touchdowns on the board in the third or fourth quarter. But I think they'll we'll cover the, from Dak. Yeah, yeah, I think they'll cover the eight points. That's just a lot of points for that high-powered of an offense. But first half, Tampa Bay, I like whatever it is. It could be six. I'm
1: interested to see, sorry, to see who Tom Brady comes out of the gate swinging to. You know, because, you know, you can can tell who Tom Brady is going to be setting his season around or setting, you know, the pace, you know, because is it going to be Gronk? Is it going to be Mike Evans? Is it going to be A.B.? So,
0: so on that note, I'm also interested on who the bucks are going to go to, but it's not in the wide receiver room. It's actually in the running back room. Sure. I, I can't, uh, the ADP between Fournette and Rojo were so similar. They were right next to each other. And I'm not sure who it's going to be is going to be a bike per game basis who have feed the hot hand who's running well that game. I have no idea. So, um, I, I like, I like Fournette a little bit better. Simply because I think he's a little bit more talented. Obviously, he got drafted third
2: overall, fourth overall, whatever it was. Hot uh, finished the last year too in the playoffs. Yeah,
0: he finished hot. You know, playoff Lenny. So yeah. I, 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 like I like Fournette over uh, Rojo, but you just never know which game, uh, which back it's going to be which yeah. game. So you don't
2: feel too confident in in starting one of them. But I mean, like you said, with the wide receivers in, in Tampa, Dallas. I mean, they got they got a pretty damn good trio of receivers over there too. Yeah. I'm interested to see. Is the C.D. Lamb hype true? Obviously, we all saw Hard Knocks. The, guy, the guy's an absolute stud, absolute playmaker. But I still think Amari's a guy. People forget about Michael Gallup. He had 1,200 receiving yards two years ago. He also had 1,000 last year. Yeah. Well, I think, I think that t- the Dallas Cowboys have a better chance of, of supporting 3,000-yard receivers than the Patriots do.
0: Yeah, and we saw last year. The yep. Sorry. Well, the Buccaneers. Uh, Rod's giving me the wrap it up signal. So that's all for today, guys. Thank <laughs> you for our first show. Remember, we're going live on Sunday at Rod. What time? 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. We're going live on Sunday. Make sure you call in, chime into the Periscope, um, stardom, sit-ums, questions. You want to argue with us, go ahead, call in, give us a call. We can argue all day, all long, all day long. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's been a long episode. You guys have no idea how many times we stopped to <laughs>
2: It's a work in shit. progress. Work in progress. Uh yeah. stay
0: tuned with us guys. We'll see you Sunday. And one last thing. Uh please enjoy this conversation that we had with someone who called during the show trying to sell me a gym membership. Uh we're gonna block out the names in the gym, but I think we're going to start calling random people every episode to talk about fantasy football, put them on the spot a little bit. Rod, what do you think? Absolutely love it. Live wire baby. Live wire, that's it right here. So please enjoy this last piece and look forward to them in more episodes. All right, I'm sorry, can you say that again?
1: I was just reaching out to you about that guest pass. Were you still interested
0: in that or did you want me to take that off uh, your file for you? Which, which, which gym is this? Oh, okay. Um No, man. I, I, I don't know. Was this a... Uh, last name... I don't know that is. Okay. Yeah. Um That guy. Okay. What did he leave me?
1: A trial membership to come utilize
0: the facility. Yeah, I'll utilize it.
1: In. Are you more of a weekend or a weekday
0: kind of guy uh, You know that depends on the schedule really I'll come in on the weekend okay. okay That works for me Would you want to do Saturday this weekend Lock it in September 11th Beautiful uh, You said 11am No September 11th is that the date Yes sir Yeah I'll be there man Okay perfect right.
1: And then you want to do 11am as well Or is, uh, are you more of an afternoon kind of guy
0: does it does it matter or like do I gotta be there at a certain time? Just to activate the pass, I wanna have someone here to activate it for you. Sure you man. Hey, lock it in at eleven. I'm sorry. I am actually in the middle of a fantasy draft right now, so I cannot uh I'm 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 actually on the clock. I've actually actually I have a quick question for you. Um sure. I have I have Nick Chubb, uh Austin Eckler, or Najee Harris available. Uh do you say are they eligible? No, that's what I have available in my draft. Who should I? Oh, okay. Who should I take? Uh, that's a hard one. I'm not sure. I don't play fantasy football like that. All right, no problem, bro. Let's go with the first option. Do okay, that. yeah, Nick Chubb. That's what I was thinking. You're my boy. All right, appreciate it. You know what? I'm gonna
1: sign up at. And...
0: Okay, beautiful. Man, right. We worked it out. Sounds good, boss. I'll talk to you. All right.
1: Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) I hate
0: those fucking gym salesmen. Might be the worst job of all.